Welcome to Baker Hill's podcast, Lending Made Easy, the show where we demystify the world of commercial lending and bring you up to speed on everything you need to know to make lending easy. I'm your host, Mitch, and I'm here to help you navigate the complex world of lending and finance. Whether you're a seasoned banking professional or new to the industry, this podcast will provide you with valuable insights and information that will help you succeed. So join us as we explore the exciting world of banking. Grab your coffee, close your spreadsheets, and let's dive into today's episode of Lending Made Easy. Welcome to today's episode of Lending Made Easy, and we're going to talk about something that might sound like it's coming straight out of a science fiction movie, autonomous bank branches. So, you know, you might have seen the news about the fully autonomous McDonald's restaurants popping up in Texas and Colorado, um, but it's clear that, you know, the robots are really taking over in some industries. Um, it's not really just a pipe dream. It's not, it's not the Jetsons anymore. So I want to talk a little bit about what does this mean for the banking industry? Are we going to see robots running our local bank branches? You know, are we going to see them um, giving uh, advice or, or providing some customer service? So we're going to dive into this topic a little bit. But first, Brian, David, whoever wants to take this, if you had to design a robot to work at a bank branch, what would it look like and what tasks would you make it responsible for to start out? I mean, it's hard to imagine them doing anything more than janitorial work at <laughs> today's version of robots. Yeah, I think probably some back office type work, even though that's continuing to get cannibalized by uh, software solutions. I don't know that we're ready as a society for interacting with a robot for my financial services needs. There's still times I need to talk to somebody as opposed to interacting with the ATM, as opposed to what I can do through the mobile app. So me personally, if I do have to go to the branch and it's it's not often anymore, it's for something I need an actual human being to to help me with. You know, I think there's a lot of um, you know modernization potential in the in the financial institution, more self service concepts and ideas potentially supporting the more high-end functions through a, maybe not a robot, but through a, you know, a virtual interaction, if you will. The, the challenge you're going to find there, though, is if I can deliver that virtually in a branch, I can deliver it virtually wherever you are, right? I don't need the branch to, to have a conversation about your investment needs, a conversation about your mortgage process, you know that I think that will continue to differentiate the financial services sector uh, from what you're talking about, Mitch. Right? I mean, if, if I go to a McDonald's, I want a hamburger, and I still got to go there to get it. Right? We, we haven't figured out that that Jetsons thing yet, where they could just zap it to my house, you know, hot and warm and ready to go. I, I have to go to uh, to the fast food restaurant to to get that, and and thus we're replacing that delivery mechanism. So I, I think we we'd have to start thinking through what what does that look like? What is that true delivery? You know, what What would an autonomous branch look like if it's over and above what we're already seeing from from the the ATM through, you know, the the video concepts that are in place? It's almost autonomous at this point. So since 1999, I've, bank, I've been banking with the first Internet Bank of Indiana. I started there and haven't left. And so they don't have any bank branches, nor do they have cash. So there'd be no use case for me to go to a branch based on my behavior since 1999. Now, you can call somebody there and they could help you with something. And I'd probably have done that since then. 
uh, for one thing or another. The, you know, the question is, are those employees being replaced with robots? So we've kind of done that now with online banking and with ATMs and with any self-service type device we have. I just see that continuing as these self-service devices become smarter and smarter and can think, for lack of a better way to say it, so they can make recommendations that are intelligent based on the use case, based on the data that they have uh, and the person that they're talking to. So that kind of gets back to that chat GPT model where the, the intelligence is smart enough to replace someone with critical thinking skills and knowledge of banking and knowledge of you. But whether that's a brick and mortar, I, I can't imagine why you would need a brick and mortar to talk to a, to a bot. So, I mean, at the current path, I could see brick and mortar branches, you know, going away. Yeah, I think that's, you know, kind of hitting on the idea of going from a transaction center to really more of an advice center where you're going to want that one-to-one personal communication with, with someone you know, I think a lot of a lot of places really have gone. A lot of people can do most of their banking self-service. But I think, Brian, you've brought it up before in an episode. Who's going to be responsible for advice or recommendations that are made by an autonomous being, right? It's not, not necessarily a person thinking. Um, it is someone that is... Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, who's going to be responsible for making those decisions? It's the bank, right? <laughs> the bank, the... The bank, the corporation is the responsible party there. And if they make incorrect recommendations based on the, the data that they have, then that's be a, no different, I think, than a human making that with inside the bank. And the machine you would think would be more consistent. And if it's fed the wrong information, then would deliver the wrong answer consistently. But if it's fed the right information and that algorithm is correct, then it would deliver the right answer. Uh, Versus a human who could have a bad day and deliver the wrong answer. So you definitely get consistency, which I would, you know, in our world, when you have consistency through a process, you de-risk the process because uh, we're in the risk business. Um, so, you know, I don't see that as a problem. Yeah. And Brian, make, care to share your thoughts on that? We're talking a little bit about where where's the buck stop? You know, if, you, if we're having artificial intelligence or autonomous software that's helping give advice to to customers where does that responsibility ultimately fall? And is that something that you think uh, a bank or a credit union, how should they approach that? Yeah, that's the, the very challenging area. You know, I, I know it's going to scare off vendors. We end up in those conversations with financial institutions all the time about how our technology is used. If we're providing tools and they're using those tools to come to a certain conclusion, who, who can be on the hook if those conclusions are bad? This is going to even further drive, you know, divide into that conversation uh, as we bring the the true AI and machine learning concepts to to bear. So I, I think it's going to slow adoption as people try to figure out who is responsible. If I provide you a self-learning thing and it learns incorrectly, uh, could be seen as being on the hook for that. It's so it's so new in this space, it'll take a while for for those kinds of things to to shake out. So I think I could see it you know, again, in less advisory type uses and more in tactical black or white type solutions, you know, guiding you to the appropriate point saying, hey, at this point, you need to speak to somebody until we figure it out. You know, and I, I think it'll take us a while. Yeah, I, I think, you know, as as people are adopting more and more technology, Brian, I know you've said this before, we used to bring technology home with us. And now we're we're taking technology from home to work with us. You know, as people are, are getting more and more used to some of these automated services, 
I'm thinking also, what about those? And you talked about kind of middle back office, you know, are those things going to be become more autonomous? I know we're doing a lot of things with software um, for that, but are there other, other processes that you could see at a, at a bank or a credit union that could be replaced, right? Like, or not replaced, or uh, we could automate in different ways. Again, we'll we'll probably eventually get there, but we've already replaced a lot. And one of the biggest drivers to further adoption, further automation is actually the 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 consumers of the bank's products or the credit union's products. I go into the bank once or twice a year at best. My dad probably goes into the bank once or twice a week. Uh, it's just a differing you know, approach to how you consume financial services. I'm much more inclined to to use those automated tools, whether it's remote deposit capture to handle the handful of checks I do get, you know, using online services for for money movement, bill pay, et cetera. As the technology generation continues to grow as as those who you know had it brought to them later in life, move on i think by nature the the bank will change does it drive robots i don't i don't know does it drive you know further adoption of the atms you know does that change a little bit do you start putting more video capabilities into the atms themselves and and have more drive through banking potentially i you know cuz i think it'll eventually it'll it'll settle into what are the the long term in person financial transactions that need to happen and if and when we identify some that aren't advisory in nature, I, I think that's where we start to look at where where other automation can be applied. We're, we're probably a little ways away from truly replacing the the advisory aspect of it because of all the things we've talked about. Yeah. So it sounds like consensus not going to happen anytime soon. But I think there are um, you know there are institutions that are looking at artificial intelligence and looking at these autonomous processes and really looking for ways to gain efficiency and, and um, serve their customers better. So I think some some fun things to talk about today and you kind of dream about what what could be in the future of a, of a bank or a credit union. So Brian, David, thank you guys for your for your time and your insights and talking about a, a kind of a fun topic uh, today. You know, it, it, it's fun to dream a little bit. So thank you guys and thanks everyone out there for tuning in to today's episode of Lending Made Easy. 